What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's play some football. Run right to the back of him. Run right to the middle and out the back. What's known in football terms as a slam dunk. Welcome to Daytime Fireworks. I am your host, Zach Barry. Mr. David Brandt is here with us. It's been a minute since we have gotten on the show to talk Ole Miss sports and the latest around the college athletics landscape. Before I bring him in, got a number of topics today to get to. Do want to remind you, this show and the studio Talk of Champions is powered by College Corner. Three locations now, Oxford, Flowood and Ridgeland. If you cannot go in person, you can also go check them out, collegecornerstore.com. Ole Miss folks, if you need to get any last-minute tailgating supplies for this weekend heading out to Swayze Field um, for the opener against High Point, or if you're wanting to get some midweek action against Arkansas State on Wednesday, they have got tailgating supplies over there at College Corner, 4,000 square feet full of merch, gifts tailgating supplies t-shirts they got stuff for everybody kids men women they got it all all Ole Miss all the time at College Corner that's on Sisk Avenue in Oxford or check them out online collegecornerstore.com David good morning how are we doing over in Arizona good morning this is actually the uh the prime time to be in Arizona actually I tell people there's a reason why spring training happens here it is beautiful it is yeah. 75 degrees, sunny every day, all day. Awesome. This is this is why people move here. So hate to brag because I know, you know, it's not like that in the south at the moment. But yeah, I mean it's 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 pretty nice here. It's sunny today. It's probably mid fifties. I haven't been outside since this morning when I took the kids to school, but it's not bad. Um real quick, since you're out that way, it is the perfect time to be there, which is normally when I go. Mm-hmm. the Waste Management Phoenix Open. Uh, 
People were acting I, up out there this year. What what happened? I, 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 I actually got to cover it on Saturday this year, which is the crazy day. Oh, and God. It, it was wild. I actually, you know, I, I'm, I'm all about a little, you know, folks having fun, beer drinking. I, I'm okay with that. But it was yeah. wild. Like, I walked around the course a couple times. And, like, after the second time, I was just like, I can't, you couldn't move. There was yeah. a couple things. I mean, you know, I obviously the, the tournament has gained a reputation for being, you know, hardcore. This is, you know, this is, you know, this is the one where the fans get to, everybody understands the deal. You know, it, yeah. it's a little bit wild. It's a little different than your normal golf atmosphere. With that said, it was very wet here uh, that week. And so the course, like a lot of people, you know, on a normal week here would walk in the grass and stuff like that, but you couldn't do that because it was slick and it was wet and it was muddy. So all the people were confined to the walkways and different things like that. And it just got so congested and, and people were drunk, obviously not everybody, but pretty much everybody. And it just got to the point where you couldn't move and they had to close the gates. And it was a, it was a minor disaster. And I know some of the players were kind of, you know, a little upset about, you know, just, unruly fan behavior so i wouldn't be surprised i don't expect like huge major changes in in the thing i do think it would help if they could figure out a way to have another entrance to the golf course because in that way that could kind of yeah spread the crowd out a little bit because right now there's one gate that comes in it's right by like 18 and one and everybody stays kind of right in that area there's 16 obviously which everybody knows about but everybody stays within 16, 17, 18, one and two. It's all like right there. And it just gets too crowded. So if they had another entrance, I think that would be good. They may have to crack out a little bit on the ridiculousness. But I, I think Phoenix at this point has a good problem to have and that the, the tournament is hugely popular. It's, yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, we were talking, I have a few buddies who live in Scottsdale and they don't leave their houses. Like it, it's like three Super Bowls happening at once in yeah. a neighborhood it's just crazy hundreds of that i knew i was in trouble or i knew it was going to be a good day when the the media parking was closed because it was so wet you know it was muddy you couldn't park yeah. on the grass so we had to park in general population and uh i rode a uh a, i rode a shuttle into the tournament and there were people doing shots in the back of the bus at like seven forty-five in the morning and i was like all right and the first girl i saw that walked onto the it, it made me think of my days covering the SEC. She had a hat on that said, y'all need Jesus. And that <laughs> that made me laugh, too. And yeah. so it, it was wild. That was a long, a long uh, answer to your question. But it, it was crazy. And like I said, it's a good problem to have, but they're probably going to have to tamp yeah. it down a little bit next year. Yeah, so the couple times that I've been – I mean, I wasn't there this year, obviously, but it it never seemed like it was that wild. Like you, like you said, everybody understands the assignment. Everybody knows, like, hey, this is all for fun. Like it's a big party, but it's also a golf tournament. So, like, keep it, you know, between the mustard and the mayo. Um, I, I saw a stat. I think, like, the last up until the last two years, maybe the last two or three years before that it was like single digit arrests. Like it wasn't that bad. Like it was just a couple people that maybe unruly, maybe a fight, maybe a public drunk that was just too bad where, you know, I feel like most of the time they're just going to escort you out, but maybe a couple people fought back. Um, but yeah, this year it was just so bad. Like so many calls to police to come to certain parts of the course, but yeah, I, 
it's a it's a fantastic tournament. It's fun. I think the players really like it because it's a nice change of pace from the you know stuffy country club. Everybody, right. everybody, be quiet. I, I think, think that's the PGA cool. likes it too. I think that's yeah. thing too. I yeah. mean, golf golf's one big problem over the last is that it's not you know people think it's not fun. It's too stuffy, and this is a tournament to show that you can have fun and play golf. There's just you know you yeah. gotta. Like I, I like that uh, phrase. Keep it between the mustard and the mayo. That I, I I enjoyed that one. Yeah, shout out to uh shout out to my boy Neil from No Laying Up. That that's one of his big big ones that he likes. Um, I like all right, speaking of stuffy and uh, not being fun, uh, the college football playoff is getting a little little fast and loose with it. Uh, earlier today, it was announced unanimously that the now qualifying criteria for the 12 team college football playoff, it will be a five plus seven format. Uh, so that'll be the five highest ranked conference champions plus the next seven highest ranked teams as determined by the college football playoff committee. Um, so all official Tuesday after the meetings, um, Dr. Uh, Mark Keenum, President of Mississippi State and chair of the CFP Board of Managers said, quote, this is a very logical adjustment for the CFP based on the evolution of our conference structures. Since the board first adopted the new format in September 2022, I know this change will also be well received by student athletes, coaches and fans. We are we all will be pleased to see this new format come to life on the field this postseason. Um, so modifications from the original 12 team plan. So six highest ranked conference champs plus the next six highest ranked teams. Um, there was speculation about the five plus seven format. Now it's official. Um, one thing I did see, um, uh, shout out to uh, my guy, Michael Felder, uh, in the bleachers on Twitter, um, friend of the program, check out um, his sub stack. He does great stuff for Bleacher Report and Stadium, and he's a, a hell of a follow on Twitter. He tweeted out earlier that the highest ranked conference champs get buys, not the top four. That's kind of, that's kind of wild, right? So there's five buys. That's uh, highest ranked conference champs get buys. Yeah. Huh. I don't know how that would work in a bracket. I'd like to see that. So it makes so yeah, an bracket. So he, he followed it up and said, I was ready for the idea of the top four being locked in five to 12, including the other non top four conference champs and the other at large teams. That's a curveball. He said, I'm being told it has always been this way. Uh, he said, that's on me not reading close enough. Uh, yeah, I, I was with him. He said, I was living in the adding eight teams, but top four get buys criteria. Yeah, um, that would totally make because you five through twelve play in the first round and one through right. Yeah, so kind of kind of unique there. I'm sure it'll be tinkered with all during the off season. I'm I'm sure there'll be some things, but um, so this all comes like the athletic reported last week that the college football playoff and ESPN had agreed to a six year deal through 2031. Um, the deal hasn't been signed, but the CFP people are going to vote on it. Um, Puck sports business reporter, John Uran, Oran, um, he reported ESPN execs could pull the offer if the college football playoff does not move quickly and quote, doesn't get its act together. That's, it's a little ominous. 
Um, <laughs> bum, bum, bum. Yeah. Um, so I, I, look, it's great. 12 teams is going to be so much fun. Um, oh, it's gonna be we're gonna we're gonna watch this the first couple of years and be like, why haven't we done this for forty years? It's what everybody everybody's gonna be like, y'all are so stupid. Why have we not done this from the start? Um, our buddy Pete Nakos tweeted out the schedule. So first round games will be December twentieth and December twenty first. Quarterfinals, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, semis, January 9th and tenth, and then in honor. Of my 37th birthday, the national championship will be on January 20th. The Zach Berry national championship, <laughs> and that's what we're going to start calling. I think that's a good fit too, because if I if I remember my NFL schedules correctly, that's usually the championship game will be the week between the regular season and the playoffs. Yeah. So. No, that's I, perfect. I mean, I like, love it. I, I'm a little surprised that there's not a better avenue for a group of five team to get in there. I've always thought that, you know, the, the top five power conference teams should get in, obviously. And then a sixth, I think the best of the group of five should get in, unless they're, you know, would get in anyway. And then six at large. I'm a little, maybe they saw Liberty play Oregon this past year and were like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I, I covered that game. That was, that went about as I expected. That was a yeah. That was a boat race. That was kind of what my, my my thing was with the the G five teams and you know back when Boise was getting spunky and and UCF and you know nobody would let them in and I was like just let them in and let it happen and then let them get just boat raced and then okay see we let you in that's what happens. I do think there are some years that there's a power five team that could like hang, you know, compete a little. Yeah, Liberty, sure. was, Liberty was not that team last year, but I just, you know, because I, I think that's what makes the NCAA tournament in basketball so fun is, you know, the first, but yes, you love to see the Blue Bloods play, but it's fun to see the 15 knock off the two. It's, it's fun to see the 14 knock off the three. And even occasionally, you know, like the 16 gets the one occasionally. So um, I, I do you know, kind of wish there was an avenue for that, but it's not a deal breaker for me. Yeah. Um, so, parlaying off that, FanDuel is the main one I've seen. I haven't seen any other uh, win totals, but FanDuel put out nine and a half for Ole Miss in 2024. David, I don't know about you. I'm going over. I think that Ole Miss is in a great spot to split the two home games between Georgia and Oklahoma. I think it's pretty obvious which one I'm alluding to is Ole Miss winning. Cause I don't think Ole Miss can beat Georgia. I think Georgia's still going to be really good, um, but it's at home. So you never know. Um, right. And then I, I think it easily could navigate after that going nine and one, the rest of the way, the non-conference is pretty bland. And then you've got the road game against LSU, but everything else I think could go chalk for Ole Miss. And I think 10 and two and getting into the playoff is very reasonable. Yeah. I was about to say 10 and two looks, you know, very attainable. I, I think the 9.5 is good just because of the, the 0.5, I think is big there. Um, yeah. The hook hook is big. Yeah. Cause you know, nine feels low. But 10 feels not high, but, you know, they're going to have to play well to get there. So, I'm like you. I would take the over because I think they can get 10. I think they can get 11 possibly too. But, 
Um, yeah, I'm okay with 9.5 right there. That, that, I think that's showing some respect for the program at this point. Yeah, I, I, I truly think that Oklahoma is very beatable. I think with the new coordinators, new quarterback, um, the shift into the SEC, I talked a lot about that with Andy Staples um, last week about how I think Texas and Oklahoma are going to have you know an awakening where it's not you're not going to a you know a sleepy Iowa State you know you're not you're not just going to you know okay Kansas has been good the last couple of years but like you know how full is that stadium going to be both Texas and Oklahoma are probably going to get sellouts Every, I don't know if they play Vandy but you're going to get everyone's best shot and it's going to be a raucous environment wherever you go. So winning week in, week out is going to be tough. I don't care. Texas is damn good. They're going to be good next year. But you got to avoid those hiccups. You got to avoid those those clunkers, as we call them. Um, you know, hey, it, it might be, uh, you know, a, a less than stellar Auburn or Arkansas, but you still got to get it done. The College Corner is headed to Oxford. Stop by their new location in the Oxford Commons off Sisk Avenue. They'll have 4,000 square feet of Rebel gear ready for your trip to the Grove. On your next trip to Oxford, stop by the College Corner or our other great locations in Ridgeland and Flowood. Hats, shirts, polos, pullovers, sweats, T-shirts. College Corner has it all. And as always, you can visit us online at collegecornerstore.com. That's collegecornerstore.com. The College Corner, where your game day apparel meets. Are you looking at cutting your health insurance premiums by as much as 20 to 30%? Are you aging into Medicare and need help finding a Medicare supplement plan? Call Drew Moak of USA Benefits Group at 601-953-8449. Drew is an Ole Miss grad located in Mississippi and licensed in seven states. He works with the nation's second largest health insurance brokerage with access to 35 different carriers, and he can help you with any of your health insurance needs. From regular health plans to life insurance to dental and vision and even Medicare, he has it all covered. Now more than ever, it is critical to have a health insurance agent who is local and accessible. So call Drew Moak at 601 601- 953-8449 and get your free quote today. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah, I just, I mean, the SEC has always claimed this, and I think it's very true. It's the gauntlet that really gets you. It's not just one SEC game. Like, on any on any given week, just about anybody can beat anybody. You know, Paul is going to be solid, and like you said, Texas is really good. It's just, can you, because almost every SEC team has that four-week stretch where they play, like, LSU, Tennessee, Alabama, and yeah. then your down week is, like, you know, Auburn or something like that. And Auburn's not a bad team. And it, it's just, it's the cumulative effect of the SEC schedule. And I think that that is going to be a rude awakening for the Big 12. Because I, I think the Big 12 is good conference. There's, you know, there were a couple major games every year, but you, you couldn't really gear up for just three or four games a year in the SEC. You just can't. Like, I mean, there's, there's too many good teams. So, I, I think instead of three or four big games, suddenly you've got six or seven. And that's just a really different dynamic. You can't, you know, from a from a coaching standpoint, you know, I've heard coaches say you can't get your team mentally up. You can't say this is the biggest game of your life every single week without, you know, going to that mm-hmm. level too many times. So yeah. at, at some point you've got to win a game, like just gut one out that you might not have come out completely ready for. You know, there's just – you just can't be up emotionally every single week like that. So I'll just be interested to see how Texas and Oklahoma navigate uh, the SEC gauntlet because I, I think that's what has made this conference so difficult the last 20 years or so. Yeah, you got to avoid the speed bumps, those tough road conference games, and then also you got to stay healthy. Um, that's That's the biggest thing for everybody. But, yeah, in the SEC, just week in, week out, playing those hard games, you know, like you mentioned Auburn, like uh, Auburn will be just kind of okay, but it's still Auburn. Um, it, and like having have to go to like going to Arkansas, you know, that's not an easy trip, even if they're yeah. not, you know, I, I just, I think the, with the exception, maybe of Vanderbilt, the bottom of the SEC yeah. is much better than the bottom of pretty much every other. Time. Yeah. That's always been my argument with the big 10 too. Like, the top three or four teams in the Big Ten are awesome. They're awesome almost every year. But, you know, you just don't get to mix in as many games against yeah. Illinois, Indiana, Purdue, Rutgers, you know, like all those teams. Yeah. Um, speaking of the SEC and being tough, um, shift to basketball here. Joe Lenardi put out his uh, his most recent field of 68. And um, – Ole Miss last team in. Um, Ole Miss I, lives on the bubble more than anyone else I've just about ever seen in basketball. 
Yeah. So I was talking with some guys earlier. I think for Ole Miss, I think you have to beat one of Alabama or South Carolina, and you cannot lose to Missouri. And maybe one win in Nashville, and I think Ole Miss is in. I think the the season basically comes down to Wednesday. I think if they beat Mississippi, they have to figure out a way to go four and two down the stretch. You got to be. I I think they're just going to have to be above five hundred in the conference. They're six and six right now. If they can get to ten and eight, and their RPI is pretty good, um, I think they can get in. But it's it's just difficult as a nine and nine. I know the SEC is good this year, but it's it's just going to be really difficult. So I think if you if you find a way to get a nice road win at Mississippi State, they've got a good team, and then you figure out just whatever way. And like you said, losing to Missouri would be bad, but I, I think they can win that. So like you said, splitting Alabama, South Carolina, just figure out a way to go four and two. And I, I think that kind of has to start with Mississippi State because I think it's awfully hard to go four and two if you don't win that game. Yeah, Alabama's a three seed right now, according to Lenardi. And you mentioned the number nine. He he has nine SEC teams in the field. Um, so, yeah, look at it that way. Finale is against A&M at home. That's an 11 seed right now. Beat A&M at home. That's a tournament team. Check. Beat Mississippi State on the road. A 10 seed. Check. Um, you beat Alabama, three seed, or South Carolina's a seven. Um, and then, Miss- yeah, yeah, so and then you beat Missouri. That's yeah. the worst. I just Avoid- think if they get the 10 8 somehow, I think they'll get in. Yeah, I think so. Year one, um, you would be over 20 wins at that point. Yeah, 10 and 8 in the SEC this season, it's a good year. Yeah, I mean, they, they would be 23 and 8 overall and 10 and 8 in the league if that happens. And yeah, I mean, that's a that's a really good see- year. It's just, I don't see how you leave them out at that point. No, I, I I would be very, very surprised because I think, you know, everything we talk about this all the time, but sports don't exist in a vacuum. If, if Ole Miss right. is playing well down the stretch, somebody else is not playing well down the stretch. And, yeah. you know, Ole Miss will, will take their place eventually. I just, a 23 and 18, 10 and 8, you know, even if you lost in the first round of the SEC tournament, I think you're still fine. But if you win a game there, it's, you know, a 24 win major time. They're not going to be yeah, um, according to this bracket, so if the tournament was starting this weekend or whatever, Ole Miss would play Seton Hall, and I guess that would be in Dayton, and the winner of that one would get six-seed Colorado State in Pittsburgh. So There's there's worse things in the world than that. You're going to have to play somebody good. It's a winnable game. Um, yeah. that's Reminds matched- me of when Ole Miss drew uh, Wisconsin that one year. And yeah, I was like they can, they can win that game. That is matched up against Iowa State in Vermont. Um, Iowa State, the three seed. Um, so yeah, I mean, that would be a tough second round game, but that's the tournament. You got to win a tough yeah. second round game. When you get to the second round, like all you know, you're playing with house money at that point anyway. Kind of like not that Ole Miss isn't good enough to get there, but at that point, everyone's good. So the the road to the final four where you just Win in advance. Yeah. Um. So looking ahead to Wednesday, we can touch on the game and then close out. But 
almost already beat Mississippi State once, go to Starkville. Normally, it's been a tough place to play. Some of the recent games I've seen on television, not as rowdy as a crowd. I expect Wednesday to be a frenzy because students are back yeah. and it's a big students game. Students are back. It's a big game. It's yeah, I guess State is almost in the exact same position that Ole Miss is in. They really need to win some games down the stretch too. Um, so they're going to get State's best shot. I don't, you know, and I've watched both teams a little bit. I'm not going to pretend to, to get into the X's and O's and everything like that. But you know, I, I think the, the good thing about Ole Miss is I think they're they're winning the games they should win at this point. I, I think Wednesday is going to be a great game. So yeah. we'll see. All right. Um, yeah, I mean, I if you made me decide, if you made me pick right now, I think Ole Miss gets in. I think Ole Miss gets it done. Um, they've had some struggles here and there in spots, but Matthew Morell has stepped up. Um, I think Al Flanagan stepped up big a couple times. Breakfield has been steady as hell. Jalen Murray, same. I, I think if 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 Ole Miss can get just a little bit more from Musa Cisse on offense, I, I think they're a dangerous team. Um, but yeah, like you said, got to win on the road and uh, just, hey, free shot against Bama and free shot against South Carolina. So um, I think the, I think they get in. I think they do. Yeah, what, what I really like against this team, I was kind of deep diving on them, just their stats and everything. They're a good shooting team, and I, I think that, you know, they're nearly 39% three-point range in college. That's, that's really good. They're a good free-throw shooting team. They're getting beat a little on the boards, but I, I just think this is a, you know, they're winning the games they're supposed to, and they're improving as the season, I think, goes on. It may not feel that way because, obviously, they started so fast, and then they go six and six in conference, but they're playing way better talent right now, and so – like you said, I think morale has been really good. Um, you know, they've got a kind of a veteran group that's all started together now. Four of the starters have started all 25 games. I, I like their chances. I think you've set yourself up. You never know what's going to happen. But I think they'll play a decent basketball in February. It's big boy time. I think they can do it. Now, they may not, but I think they can. I mean, there's I've seen Ole Miss teams before where you're just like, oh, this team's going to kind of fall apart. But I think Chris Beard gives them a little more of a a presence in February and stuff like that. I mean, he's played in these big games before he's coached in these big games, I should say. So he's not going to be scared. And I think that kind of will trickle down to the roster. So you you hope that at least if you're an Ole Miss fan. Yeah, I think that's that's a great point. That's key, especially as you get to March. Um, experience it, not only with the 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 ones that I have mentioned. Morell has been around the block. Jamin Brakefield's played a lot of basketball. Jalen Murray's played a lot in March when he was at St. Peter's. Cisse's old. Sharp is old. I mean, it's an old team. I mean, they they only have a few, you know, guys that are new. Um, pretty much the bulk of the roster that plays the bulk of the minutes or older guys. So, um, you know, we, we've talked about that on a show before about Cal Perry and his struggles is the dude just piles in talent, but they're just young. And so you never know how those guys are going to play in March, but 
Yeah, Ole Miss has a, a an experienced bunch. They may not be they may not all be experienced for March for for the tournament, but they played a lot of basketball and like you said, Beard, that mentality, that experience, that that calmness under pressure, um, you know, could could resonate with this team and kind of help them with a late push to get in. Yeah, it just gives you that gravitas that I think you know. I think yeah. good teams have in February, and so. You know, I I said it at the time, I, and you did too. It was an amazing hire, uh, yeah. you know, from a, from a basketball standpoint. So I, I think we're, you know, if this is year one, I'm excited about where Ole Miss basketball is going if this is year one. Yeah, look, if you're Ole Miss, if you're Keith Carter, you get to the tournament, regardless of what happens, you have got to immediately, immediately lock down Chris Beard. Because there are going to be oh, some yeah. jobs that open up. Yeah, you got to have like the contract ready for him as he walks out of the loss. Like, here you go. Yeah. Because I agree, there's going to, you know, he's, you know, Ole Miss is a really good job, but there's a lot of really good jobs out there. And, you know, Chris yeah. Beard is going to be in, in high demand. So yeah. I, I feel the same way as you. All right. Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Wednesday evening. The effort real quick to find out what time that game will be at eight o'clock ESPN two. So primetime Wednesday evening at Mississippi state, big opportunity, big resume opportunity for Ole Miss. Then they will head home back-to-back uh, -back home games, South Carolina, Alabama, two ranked opponents, two big opportunities. Yeah. Um, I'd imagine this Saturday, I would, I would at least hope. No disrespect to our friends over at Swayze Field. I would hope people would leave that that high point game on Saturday early to get over to the pavilion because that's going to be a doozy, um, especially after Ole Miss probably should have won at South Carolina a couple weeks ago. Yeah, no, I I mean, these are big. Like I said, February college basketball is, is awesome. And this is, you know, if – for Ole Miss to be the program it wants to be, these are the kind of games that it needs to yeah. play. And, and, exactly. and, and to be honest, after uh, looking at the stats of the baseball team over this past weekend, I, I'm not overly confident that the baseball team is, I mean, you know, win the championship in 2022, it's been tough sledding since then. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, basketball tomorrow night, baseball tomorrow night as well. And then uh, this weekend, we'll have full coverage at omspirit.com. Get on over there, join the conversation if you are not already there. One dollar to become a member and uh, get involved over there. Um, but that is going to do it for Daytime Fireworks. Shout out to College Corner for powering the show. Appreciate David jumping on. Glad you survived waste management. And uh, we'll do this again I next week. and thrive. I love that. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, we'll be, uh, we'll be back next week as, uh, yeah, just we're marching to march, David. I'm just I gonna like stay. That, that's, his, that's his dad joke as I can get with, with that one. Um, get it? Marching to March. Yeah. So appreciate David. Appreciate y'all the listeners uh, for tuning in. Until uh, next week, we out of here. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. 
And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.